You are listening to the National University Podcast. Hello, I'm Kimberly King. Welcome to the National University Podcast, where we offer a holistic approach to student support, well-being, and success, the whole human education. We put passion into practice by offering accessible, achievable, higher education to lifelong learners. Today, we are talking about creating a fulfilling career and on the premier job site, Indeed.com. Recently, they published an article about finding a fulfilling career, and here's what it said. Being able to combine your passions and your strengths can benefit your career greatly in terms of fulfillment. Feeling fulfilled with your career can lead to overall satisfaction and happiness from your job. Today's guest has some great tips to creating that fulfilling career. On today's episode, we're talking about how to find a fulfilling career, and joining us is National University's Dr. Michelle Browning, and she earned her BS in education from Auburn University in Auburn, Alabama, her MBA from Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas, and an MA in Family Therapy from Phillips Graduate Institute in California, her PhD in Policy and Planning from the University of Southern California, Uh, So that makes you well-rounded and all over the nation here. With 20 years at National University, Michelle has served as an organizational leadership program director, associate dean of students, full professor, and dissertation chair for NU's EDD in organizational innovation program. And we welcome you to the podcast, Dr. Brownie. How are you? Thank you, Kim. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Wow, what a fantastic background. And of course, um, today we're talking about um, creating a fulfilling career. But before we get to that, I wanted you to fill our audience a little bit on your mission and your work. Okay, wonderful. Well, you know, my my life mission, uh, I would say really is to be able to support the life mission of others, to help Hmm. individuals realize uh, and articulate their life mission. You know, so much of it is about first discovering who we are in order to move closer toward that. Uh, So my mission uh, in higher education for, oh oh my goodness, uh, over 45 years has been really to help others educationally, professionally, and personally. Uh, And I enjoy doing that at National University. Oh, wonderful. I love love your passion. You can hear that coming through. Uh, Let's talk about creating a fulfilling career. And that's so important these days. And so uh, tell us about your background, educational, personal, and professional, about why we're talking about um, what we're talking about today. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I really appreciate that question. And I think I'll start with the personal because that so much is a part of who I am and that has continues to move me closer toward the professional piece. Uh, um, my husband and I recently celebrated our 44th wedding anniversary. We have been happily married for 44 years. We have four children and two grandchildren. Um, our children are, are also uh, really dedicated to, to education. It's interesting, you know, we, we never made them do anything, but they all kind of have moved toward that. Two children graduated from UCLA, uh, one from uh, uh, Cal State, and our, our youngest son is going into his second year at UC Berkeley uh, and, in, and majoring in architecture. Um, one son is a attorney, the other's a social worker, a daughter's in uh, executive management. And so our children have been a wonderful part of our life. My husband and I actually met in the high school band. We are musicians. Uh, so that oh. BS in education from Auburn University is music education. 
Uh, so we're musicians. Um, he has been a wonderful um, support and foundation for, for my life. And uh, I'll speak about that in a little bit. I think that having a good family support system is really essential to finding uh, and uh, maintaining your um, fulfilling career. Um, my Just a little bit about my background, military background as well. My dad was a colonel in the Air Force, and uh, my oldest brother was an Army pilot. Uh, I have nieces and nephews that are currently serving, so I'm very much um, wedded to and respect and admire and appreciate our men and women in their families of the military. Um, and so that, that's been a, a big part of my life as, as well. My mother was a music professor at Tuskegee Institute and uh, in, in Tuskegee Institute, the historically black college uh, in, in the South in Tuskegee, Alabama. Uh, so uh, just really a lifelong uh, kind of family of, of educators and music and really embracing family and, and all that family brings to, to, I think, every individual. Wow. I love that. And happy anniversary. I don't know when your anniversary was, but 44 Thank years. You. Yep. June 9th. That's just waiting. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. Well, let's, and I love that you bring family into it because it's true. You do need to have your support um, from the one you married to and then the one you're raising, the ones you're raising as well. So that's Absolutely. awesome. So, this kind of acts, you know, to the next question, who in your life has impacted your career and your professional journey? You know, I, I would have to say that the, the person that jumps out first for me would be my mother. Uh, oh. As I mentioned, she um, was a, she, she's passed on, but she, she was a professor of, of music for, uh, as I mentioned, Tuskegee Institute. She was a, um, you know, a, a magnificent musician, educator, teacher, mother, grandmother, wife, uh, devoted spouse to, to my father who served in the military and traveled the world. Um, and I was the youngest of five children. So I would say my mother, as well as the remaining family unit, uh, youngest of five children, and, uh, and, then, and then currently uh, leaning back to, to my husband, really been the rock and foundation, uh, really encouraging uh everything that I do and providing a wealth of support as well as children. So family in general, but, but my mother really that, that legacy of, of, as an educator. Yeah. But I love that. I love that. I feel the same about my mom too. So that's so important. <laughs> and to you, what is the definition of fulfillment? You know, I love that question. You know, when, when I, uh, really kind of think about the word fulfillment, you know, it, it means something different for, for everyone. Um, but when you think about fulfillment and I think about it, I think it would be the things that bring you satisfaction, joy, energy, um, excitement, um, a yearning to really want to, uh, to, to move toward that. For me, fulfillment means helping others. So, so when I, when I'm in a position where I'm helping others and it, and it could be, you know, quite honestly, that, that happens on a daily basis, you know, and whether it's children, our own children, um, whether it's, you know, someone at the grocery store who needs to have that water lifted from the bottom shelf. And I've, you know, I, I need to have that happen for me as well. So, uh, but, but I sometimes try to help others or what happens really what's happening in my daily life now at national uh, is helping others from an educational standpoint is really being in the classroom. Fulfillment re really is, is 
doing something that you enjoy doing. And I think uh, a lot of that is wrapped up in helping others. I love that. And boy, you know what? Isn't that the best advice? And, and uh, when when you're going through a hard time is really look to others and, and help them, um, you know, not just when you're going through a hard time, but it really does lift you. And I know we teach that to our kids and grandkids. Yes, absolutely. It lifts you. I love the way you said it. It lifts you. Very true. So how is a job different from a career? Well, you know, that's really a good one. Uh, the, the, the jobs that we do, many of us still do, uh, you know, those, those kinds of things that are jobs or things that might be a task uh, or something that needs to be completed that uh, certainly could lead to a career. Um, I think that uh, we all have had jobs in the past where we've done things that, that, uh, we might be thinking, oh, you know, this is not really what I want to do for the rest of my life, uh, but it may lead me toward that. Uh, whereas a career, um, what I think about when I think about a career, particularly students come to mind, is we hopefully are able to draw from our experience and our training and our passion something that might lead to our lifelong work and our lifelong journey. Um, whereas you think about a, a job would be a chore or an assignment, or something that may be short-term, um, and, and, and might often be associated with pay, whereas a career, on the other hand, does not necessarily have to be associated with pay, uh, particularly when we are looking at the volunteer work that many of us do. So something that would be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, my brother is, um, he, he's lifelong rotary member and that is really has defined him for service and giving back. And I just, I really look up to him for that. Yes, absolutely. So, and, you know, and, and when you think about the career, uh, many of the most fulfilling careers that individuals have and are in, and speak about are volunteer related. Uh, yeah. but, but, from, from an educational standpoint, hopefully our careers um, will be one that draw from our education and our training and our experience. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I love that. And it's a good balance. You know, I, I think if you're really speaking to your passion, you're fulfilled and then you can take yes. that into your to your job or your career. Yes. <laughs> you know, that being said, one other thing, um, not to belittle the importance of the jobs that we all have done, that we all do. Uh, they are very important and individuals may consider themselves as working in a job. And those mm -hmm. are very important, uh, not to belittle that, because uh, that may be the, um, the, the, the truth for that individual. So that those are important as well. And that's true. And it also helps make up our life experiences as well. So I, I yeah, that's a good point. What is the role of service then? We just kind of talked about that in the process of finding a fulfilling career. So important, so important. Service can take um, place in so many ways, uh, certainly in our family uh, unit, uh, as we serve the members of our family. We serve members in the community, as we talked about the military, uh, and you know, hats off and big salute to men and women in the military as they serve our country and in the world. Um, from an organizational standpoint, and in my role particularly, educationally, service is pivotal. Um, service in, in many organizations may be a required component, but when we serve to really help others, and our intention is really to help others and make a difference, uh, that can lead 
lead to many wonderful things. Uh, having the opportunity to serve from a professorial standpoint at National University, service is uh, important at the committee level, at the school level, uh, at the organizational level, and within the community. Uh, certainly overall, the way in which we serve students is, is the foundation of our work. Uh, but it, it can actually get your foot in the door. So individuals may want to know, how do I get my foot in the door to this successful career? Serve and volunteer. Uh, go in there and offer to make a difference and be a, be a mentor, be, you know, shadow others, volunteer your work, your time, your expertise, so that you can make a difference within that organization, which can then perhaps lead to some opportunities and some connections that might not otherwise take place were you not serving. I love that. I think that's, mm -hmm. that should be the headline, right? <laughs> so good yeah, job. Absolutely. So how might self-leadership impact career success? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, leadership is uh, one of the areas that, from an educational standpoint, having been academic program director in the organizational leadership program, and now I'm in the School of Education in their educational administration and educational leadership department, uh, leadership really is the process of influence. But what I think others often miss is that we are leaders in our own life. Um, many times I'll ask individuals, you know, who all is a leader in the group? You know, and, and, and not very many people raise their hand. We are all leaders. Leadership is not just a position. It is the process of influencing others, hopefully toward positive change. So self-leadership is pivotal, particularly um, when individuals are desiring to find and maintain a fulfilling career we have to explore our own passions uh, and being leaders in our own life, being able to find that passion and realize that uh, and to make a difference positively in our own lives so that we can be in a place to do that for others. Right. Almost like actions speak louder than words, right? It's what I'm doing. Yes. And yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about challenges and what challenges have you overcome? Yeah, you know, the challenges uh, are, I think, in our daily lives, uh, present themselves sometimes in little ways or, or uh, larger ways. Uh, it's not maybe just one or two, but you may have challenges along the way and to really pick yourself up and move forward. I think one of the greatest challenges uh, that I can think about would be um, a challenge related to career uh, really seeking to have job opportunity. You know, you graduate with your undergraduate degree and then you have maybe go on to additional education uh, as, as I did in applying for jobs, putting your name in the hat, moving forward, and perhaps not getting the interview that you thought you were going to get, but continuing on. Uh, I think yeah. that it is so important for individuals to, um, you know, I don't want to say not to get discouraged, but if you get discouraged, um, don't stay there too long. Keep going. And so for me, uh, having applied for jobs, this was long before National University, 40 years ago, uh, perhaps thinking, you know, this would have been the job before NU, uh, but, but really being able to push forward and keep applying. Another challenge uh, that is related to kind of our theme of S-Jedi, the social justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, is having perhaps experienced in instances of 
maybe prejudice or race racism, particularly with, I see that in the, maybe the men in my life um, and really ha- having to watch that, but to overcome it. And I, I recently wrote a published an o- article on really overcoming uh, those issues of, of social injustice and inequity. And the way that I think we do that or overcome that is to share and communicate and tell stories uh, and to help individuals understand. Uh, so those issues are, are a part, I think, of the life that we live, regardless of your race, ethnicity, gender, so forth, and to really push forward and uh, try to communicate and, and overcome those as, as much as we can and not, not let that get you down. I like that. And, you know, it's even that you just have taken it a step further by that, just even the word overcoming, like how do we move forward? And um, again, communication and, and community is really, that's mm-hmm. so key. So what do you think about people in their 20s and 30s that are struggling to find a career and how can they get to where they want to be? Yes. You know, find, first of all, really seek to find your passion. Uh, explore your joys your hobbies, Mm. the things you like, and the things you don't like. Uh, It's important to know what we like. It's also important to know uh, the the things we don't like from the career standpoint uh, and to um, talk about those, uh, volunteer, uh, get mentorship, uh, maybe do some shadowing if you're able to in various organizations, and then, you know, get get to the pavement, pitch your job applications out there, uh, but but get that education and training that can help you to land that ideal job. Uh, so, so really just a, a wealth of things and, and seek support from others. Which, I, again, you started off talking about that family support and your kids and everything. And so it is really building your own community and knowing that, you know, yep, if you make a misstep or take the wrong turn, that wherever you go, you know, get back up on that horse again and know that you're supported. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So what opportunities have you seized? I I can I can probably retell you because I read your intro and your <laughs> background. So impressive. <laughs> you know, recently in in um this is in the past year um, as you mentioned, I had recently celebrated uh, my 20 year anniversary with National University. But um, right at the point of our merger from our wonderful North Central University merging with National University, uh, we developed a a new organizational structure where we had um, different positions. And one of them was associate dean of students. Uh, So the dean of the School of Business invited me to be associate dean of students to help with the merger. And I said, absolutely, I want to help and do what, what I can to help. As that process then unfolded, the opportunity that I seized was listening to my own voice and my desire to return to the classroom. The opportunity I I seized was the one that I said, you know what? I think that my place is in the classroom and not in administration. Uh, It it was one that um, came at a time that was ripe and so I said, you know, I, I'd like to be able to return to the classroom in the professorial role that I had been for 20 years uh, and reached out to the School of Education and uh, Dean uh, Robert Lee um, 
said, yes, there will, there is an opening. And, uh, and that's where I am now in the school of education. So that is just two months in after 20 years in the school of business. I now am in the school of education. And so it was a career change in the middle of my current organization. And I think that's, what's interesting about career change. You don't necessarily have to leave the organization to have and find the fulfilling career. Sometimes what is for you and what is there is right there in your own backyard. So I encourage individuals to think about the opportunities that are present within their own organizations and fulfill uh, uh, areas where there is a need. So I recently seized that opportunity and that's where I am now, School of Education. Good for you. Congratulations. And I love that you said that out loud, you know, that it is sometimes we don't know that it's right in front of us and it's just a little bit of a shift. Um, and, you know, and you, I can see that you're passionate about teaching and mentoring. And, um, and so it sounds like you've landed successfully. I love that. Yes. Yes. I believe so. Well, we, this is great information, by the way, we just need to take a quick break, but more in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be and now a national university tip on getting started. For me personally, I knew I wanted to pursue an education due to what I wanted to do in, in life. But if I had to look back at somebody in my same position, I would tell them, for one, get rid of every reason why you can't go to school. Just deciding and then committing to it, the first place to start is, what do you enjoy? What do you care about? And if there's a degree, that you know you can translate that into, then let's go after that. If you're unsure, talk to somebody who's currently in school. If you're serving with somebody who's going to school, talk to them about it and what their experience is like. The thing is I truly believe as far as the general education, it's a perfect time to develop an understanding of what you wanna do. It helps you figure out what you wanna do. There's always going to be room to adjust, to make changes. And so looking at anybody who was sitting in my position and they're thinking about going to school, I would tell them to go down to that college office. They can guide you and, and help you figure out what it is or ways that you can make it happen. Now back to our interview with National University's Dr. Michelle Browning. And this is so interesting and I love your passion. We're talking, we're really discussing how to find a fulfilling career. And so doctor, how important is education in the overall journey of career success? Thank you, Kim, for that question. Such an important question. Education is something that is, uh, you know, we probably have all heard the, fr the phrase, lifelong journey of education. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, essential, I think, uh, to pursue the education in an area where we have a passion and we have an interest. Uh, mm. it, it's many individuals say, oh, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to get this degree uh, just because. But if you were able to really focus and target in on specialized education in your area of interest uh, at the baccalaureate, at the master's, at the doctorate uh, level, and at the post-degree uh, level, education is all around us. Uh, so it could be certificates. It could be doing workshops, uh, having training and development. But as it relates to the career, find out what the organization needs. The organizational department might say, you know, we really need to have individuals within this unit have additional training and team development 
or in multiculturalism and diversity, or we need someone who's going to be well-versed in the new issues of technology, or what's big now is artificial intelligence and really being able to have knowledge and training in the areas that are needed within that organizational unit. And so that you can make a difference, a positive difference in the organization, uh, seek to have the training in that area. Uh, but definitely education is important. Uh, and I think it goes back to grade school, junior high, uh, all the way through high school. Uh, from a parental standpoint, really work with, I think it's important for parents who have students coming up through the educational ranks to get into the courses, the AP classes, the, yeah. the, the specialized training areas that are going to make a difference for that particular student or child uh, to do what they find fulfilling and then find what the organization needs once you're in the organization and continue getting training in that area. That's kind of a lot, but <laughs> yeah. No, but that's such a key point though. Really, I mean, you know, we know what, I mean, not everybody knows exactly what they want and what they're drawn to, but I think they have surveys that you take when you're in high school just to kind of see where that's going to guide you along. And then hopefully you have a good career counselor, mm -hmm. or, you know, educational counselor in there, but also knowing what that organization is looking for. That's really a key element that people don't really talk yes. about. It. That's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. So is it possible to have a successful career, family, and personal life? And of course, I'm asking you this because you could probably write a book or two about that, balancing that. <laughs> yes, it is possible. In fact, I have written a book on that. It's called, <laughs> but we can talk about that later. But uh, there, it is definitely possible to have a fulfilling career, personal life, and educational life. Uh, I, I think the thing that comes to mind is balance. Balance yeah. is the thing that comes to mind. So uh, many individuals think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to school. Gee whiz, I'm going to have to put my personal life on hold, or I, I'm not going to be able to have children or raise family or, or be with a significant other the way I thought I would because I'm going to school. You can do it um, definitely with the ed balancing education, work, and family. And I think the way to do it, at least for me, again, leaning on the support of others and family. Uh, another key thing is you don't have to have 100% of everything all at once. So for, for example, uh, during the time that I was, uh, you know, getting married and raising a family, I cut back and I went to, did my MBA program on a part-time basis. So I did that part-time and then I focused on marriage and family. And then I wanted to take a break. I knew I wanted to pursue my doctorate, but I needed to have a break. Uh, and I did that and, and able to really focus on my career. And then at that time was ripe for me, then went on back to school to pursue my doctorate. So balance is important and you can definitely do all of it. It doesn't have to be done all at the same time because some things can be done part time while other things can be done part-time in, in, in having those breaks in between. So it's not an all or nothing, nothing thing. And getting the support and leaning in on the support of family, friends, and coworkers. And good, good advice. It's true. And I think there's not really a right or wrong roadmap, right? And I think these days um, with being online, um, anything's possible and you don't have to be of a certain age. I don't, you know, I just read somewhere that uh, a, a woman in her late nineties got a d degree and I was like, you go girl. That's awesome. Yes. You know, she was so I, I yes. think 
That's you know, great. And, and I was just at the uh, National University commencement uh, at Petco Park just a couple months ago, and we had um, individuals in their 80s marching across wow. the stage and graduating. Oh, um, so I love definitely, it, uh, there's so many variations. And you mentioned, Kim, about the online. Uh, online opportunities have created a wealth of, of possibilities for students now who are desiring to um, maintain a career and a family in school. So the online possibilities are there for, for everyone as well at National. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I think National was one of the first ones to start that, even well before the pandemic when everybody was kind of switching, right? Am I right about yes, that? Yes, we, we were trailblazers. <laughs> even when I came on to National University 20 years ago, we were already starting the hybrid course option, mm-hmm. some online, some on site. Yes. Great. Yep. Wow. Talk about ready for when it when everything happened, huh? Um, yes. So what advice? Ready. Yes. What advice can you give to others seeking to find and create a fulfilling career? I think find your passion, find what your interests are, um, spend some time exploring yourself. What do you like? As I mentioned, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Uh, And then if you have the opportunity to shadow other uh, individuals who are in careers that are um, really similar to the ones that you're interested in, uh, seeking out mentors to really work with you and help you. Uh, and and perhaps, as we mentioned earlier, doing some volunteer work and some service in those areas to get in the door and to have an opportunity to find out what it's like, firsthand experience. Definitely in uh, getting seek, seeking out the education and training to really fulfill uh, to really prepare yourself for what could be then a very fulfilling career. Right, I love it. And so, how might personal core values, mission, and vision impact and impact an individual's individual's career success? Yeah, now that's a, that's a really essential one. Many times I'll get as students will ask me, oh, what should I do? I'm going for a job interview. What, what are the things that I should and shouldn't do? You know, most every organization has, has a website or information or brochures or literature about their core values, those things that are important to that organization, their mission, what is the purpose of that organization, and their vision, what are their long-term goals? Seek to find that out in the organizations where you're interested, where you have an interest, and then explore your own personal core values. What's important to me? You know, the va- uh, could be balance, uh, family, um, service, and so forth. Quality relationships. Seek out what is important to you. What is your What are your core values? What is your own mission? Helping others, for example, for me. And then, if you're able to find an organization that has where you have congruency. Their core values and your core values are similar. Their mission, the mission of National University, for example, educating others, that's very much my mission. Uh, and then you have the more likelihood that you will have congruence in that organization and longevity. Uh, and it's also helpful on your cover letter for applying for jobs to really be able to speak to that. It's helpful in the interviews. And say, you know, they might ask, why you? Why should I hire you? Um, speak to that, the core values, mission, and vision, and hopefully the overlap of your own personal core values and mission to that of the organization. 
That's like a great homework assignment if, you know, with just what you're talking about, putting your own personal core values together, because it's, yes. it's true. People don't maybe, you know, they may not think about it that way, but that's a really great, you know, to see how they align. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How has, and we talked about this a little bit, the pandemic, how it's affected your career success and the success of others. We talked about it from national universities being ahead of the game, but what about for you and, and the success of others? Yes. You know, at, at first, when the pandemic hit, we were all, uh, I think, um, maybe confused and wondering, you know, what, what will this be for us all individually and organizationally? Uh, and, and there was a loss of the connectivity to uh, others in the face-to-face short term. But it didn't take long to realize that we had a wonderful opportunity before us to really connect in new ways that we had never connected before. Uh, although I spend quite a bit of time time on Zoom, uh, I've been able to meet with and talk to and communicate and collaborate with team members uh, and colleagues in ways and, and students that I had never done in the past. So the pandemic has opened a lot of doors for uh, us yeah. administratively, organizationally, and I think for our students as well. Uh, so we have a new day before us, uh, but it, it, it was, we, we had a little doubt at first and it didn't take long for us to, to see the, the shining light that we have before us. That's great. I know. Thank goodness we're in the technological digital age, right? And it's always changing, isn't it? But yes, uh, well, that's, yes. It's, it's really kind of how you, uh, not where you start, it's where you end, right? Or <laughs> where you finish. Um, yes. Where What research in the area of love and gratitude, apparently that's where you have research. So I wanted to ask you about that. And why is love and gratitude important? Yes. Thank you. You know, having an attitude of gratitude has been mm-hmm. my life foundation. I kind of go back to my mother, as I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, uh, a very, a very thankful um, and appreciative woman. And uh, she taught us all the siblings to be to be thankful for, for everything that we have. Uh, I have recently done some research in the area of love and gratitude in the area of students, how we can serve our students um, very much like servant leadership, uh, but it, it goes a little bit deeper. Uh, it, it's not the romantic love that, that we think of when we think about love, but is is a love that is based on kindness and empathy and caring, uh, and in genuine uh, care for others. And that is the foundation in that that theory, if you will, in applying it to work in student services and the work in the classroom that we do. Uh, it's it it seems uh, it, it's not it's not complicated. It's just basically taking the foundation of 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 caring and love and applying it to the work that we do with 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 students and looking at the various theories of of um, student services and connecting them uh, into the content of the process of of love, care, empathy, and service to others. I love that. That's a, something that we cannot learn too young. Like that's just how we should be living our lives, right? And and to keep mm-hmm. that going on when when students reach college level, I think you know there could be a drop off, but then there's there are professors like you. So that's that's great. Um, and, and you know what, Kim? One one other thing yeah. about the 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 piece on on love, it kind of goes back to the self leadership, linking those two pieces together. 
one of the most important components of love is loving ourselves. Mm. And I think we all can do a better job of that so that we can be more present for others. I love that too. And so relevant in today's, you know, whatever we're going through in the world today, but we need to know that we do need to love mm-hmm. ourselves and we, mm-hmm. otherwise moving forward and adding anybody else into our lives. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think uh, this has been just a great conversation today and I can just really feel your passion. Thank you. Well, again, I, I um, appreciate the opportunity to share, and I am very thankful for having had this opportunity to, um, to speak on the importance of finding and uh, maintaining your ideal and fulfilling career. Uh, uh, explore yourself, find your passion, uh, move toward that, uh, and uh, do things that bring you joy. That would be uh, my last word there. Thank Perfect. you so much. What a great advice to end on today. This has been really great, Doctor. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And if you want more information, you can visit National University's website at nu.edu. Thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the National University Podcast. For updates on future or past guests, visit us at nu.edu. You can also follow us on social media. Thanks for listening.